Mom, I'm dying. My boobs hurt. <laughs> Amy, you're 30. Shut the fuck up. And the mom's like, what boobs? You got no boobs. Whoa. Shut up. Wait. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Not So Asian Asians. I'm your host here. It's Amy. And we got Dominique here. Yo, what's up, guys? And Leighton. Hello. <laughs> it sounds a little creepy there, Leighton. <laughs> We're going to lose our audience again. Just the females. <laughs> Just the females. <laughs> Uh, that's half of the population, so we're going to need them. So if you uh, tune into our previous episodes, you'll probably know that Lynn and I moved to Canada at a pretty young age, and Dom was actually born here. So for all the Asians out there, you probably know how savage Asian parents can be. Like, I'm pretty sure at some point um, we've got been by our parents before, right? It's part of the culture, right? <laughs> Maybe not after we moved to Canada, but yeah. yeah. So I wonder if like the degree of savageness, if that's even a word, um, will change depending on how long you've been in Canada for. Like, would you be more accustomed to the Canadian, you know, loss of not beating your kids or <laughs> things will change as you stay in Canada for a little longer? And, you know, the crazy expectations that your parents have for Asian kids, like they always want you to be a lawyer or a doctor and all the silly things that Asian parents would say. Like literally, I was out with my parents yesterday. It was like 23 degrees out. I was wearing a dress. The moment my mom saw me, the first thing she said, do you know what <laughs> what it was? <laughs> what? It's cold. Uh -huh, exactly. She's like, aren't you cold? Your legs look like they're cold. <laughs> That's yes, they always so ask you to typical. Yeah. You know, dress warmer no matter what weather it is outside. Exactly. It's summertime, they ask you to put on a, a sweater. It's wintertime, they ask you to put on a thicker jacket, although you already have a jacket on you, right? Yeah. In Chinese, we call it a ni ma jie de ni lun. That's exactly like your mom phrase? thinks you're cold. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know there was a phrase. There's a phrase the for it. It is. And it just means your mom thinks you're cold. Like no matter how warm it is outside, your mom would think you're cold. Yeah. I don't know if that applies to guys though. Like I guess girls always dress in like sh short shorts yeah, and mom, skirts. My mom still does that. Like every time I'm about to go out, it's like, oh, put on a bigger jacket. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah my little girl always fights back and she's like, mom, I'm Canadian. I'm not cold. <laughs> she would literally like run around outside in a tank top when it's snowing. So there's no stopping her. Because she's Canadian. So you, so I'm Canadian. There's Dom's like, Dom's never cold. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get cold very often. But the thing is, I don't just get to do whatever the hell I want. That's a you thing. That's not a Canadian thing. <laughs> well, does your mom bug you about like dressing warm and stuff? Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, especially when you're younger, you don't really have a choice, right? Like, I'm way older than your daughter. <laughs> it's very, very different. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I'll be nagging her until she's like 30. <laughs> just is, like how my mom's nagging me right now. <laughs> but the thing is, like, it's just that it's, it's their way of expressing love, right? It's their exactly. way of being like, oh, like, I'm worried about you. Yeah. And, yeah. I think when I was younger, I would be like, oh, okay, fine. But now I'm just like, oh, I kind of miss that. <laughs> it's kind of nice when your mom tells you that you're cold. <laughs> Nah, I don't miss that. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I moved out when I was like 19, so it's nice. <laughs> but you're doing it to your kid now. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure if she shows up like 10 years later, I'll still bug her about it. <laughs> yeah. That's Where is she I going was... for the next 10 years? <laughs> what do you mean she shows up 10 years later? <laughs> I don't know. She might move out. I don't know. I moved out at a young age. <laughs> she's five. <laughs> <laughs> she could move out when she's 12. Ten. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. What other things that your parents say to you that you think is an Asian parent thing? I think this uh, applies more to like when I was in high school, like my mom would always be like, oh, are you guys treating your place like it's a hotel? Like we're just here to eat and sleep and not contribute <laughs> to everything else, like doing chores or, you know, chatting with our, you know, people in our house. And yeah, like especially my brother, I think, because he always stays in his room and a little mm -hmm. too cool to hang out with everybody. <laughs> 
<laughs> so my mom would always be like, yeah, you're just here to sleep and eat. You're not here to like interact with your family or help out around the house kind of thing. Yeah. I, I heard my dad say that before. Right. Before. Yeah. <laughs> I don't but know if I that's think the Asian way, thing. It is, it is the Asian thing, I think. It's the way they express that they miss you. Because <laughs> they're not really good at <laughs> Silver <their>, lining lane. <laughs> yeah. They're not very good at expressing their affectionate side to you. In Chinese, usually they won't say, well, it's not a Chinese thing to say they love you every day, right? Is that like their way of saying you should spend more time with us? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I don't yes. know if your parents ever always tell you that they love you. Mine do. Right? Not, do, you do you guys? Really? Not really. No, not really. Oh. Maybe more so my mom than my dad. I don't think my dad no. would, would be the kind that like comes to you and be like, I love you. Oh. That would be kind of scary. Mm-hmm. But um, I think, like I said, things kind of change over time as well. Like, I think more recently, he would be more affectionate and give us hugs and say, I love you. But when we first moved to Canada, like, we're pretty fobby. And like, it's not something of really, really strict um, Chinese dad would say to their kids, like, Back then, it wasn't a thing. But now, I think because we all do it, and he's got, gotten more used to it. So, he, yeah, he would give us hugs and say, I love you. But that's a funny mm-hmm. thing. Like, when I went back to Taiwan, like, I would give all my relatives a hug when I see them, too. And they would be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> back off. They were like, why is she giving me a hug? I was like, is this not normal in Taiwan? <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, don't you guys do it when you see, like, when you go back to visit and see your friends or relatives, just give them a huge hug? I don't. <laughs> you don't? No. I'm, I'm not a big hugger. Really? Well, especially gonna, during COVID now, I guess not. <laughs> I'm going to hug you, Leighton. <laughs> I know, right? Give me a panda hug. It's going to be from behind. <laughs> it's going to be from behind. You may or may not like yeah. it. <laughs> and it's going to be from the armpits up. It's going to be the armpits because you're taller than me. It's going to be from the armpits up. <laughs> Where are your hands going to land then? It's going to be on your chest. It's going to be like, oh, God. Get that image out of my head. Uh, oh, don't worry. It, it'll be a real thing soon. Don't worry about yeah. it. Dad is not okay. But I mean, like a regular friendly hug, it should be normal. But they would be like, oh, you're so white. Like, you're so whitewashed. You're giving us a hug. I'm like, is this not normal in Taiwan? They don't hug as much in Asia. I guess not. Yeah. I, I don't really know, realize that until like they tell me that. But I mean, I grew up with like, just my mom because my dad passed away when I was younger and then I'm an only child so I guess my mom is more likely to express things to me because it's just me and her in the in the room all the fucking time right eventually just get used to it it, I think when like you're how, the, how does she express herself Would she just come being like son I love you <laughs> uh no but I think she like she says like stuff like I care about you and, and then it's, uh, we got like I said uh I got in the habit of saying love you mom before I go to sleep and then so she that is she so sweet yeah. i don't think i've ever said that well <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> not not <laughs> when i go to bed i would say it, good night it's really different when like people around you start passing away at a very young age oh yeah and so then you just appreciate the people around right i know i was just yeah. saying that like not too long ago because i know some people were um a lot of people are getting vaccinated and some people actually had some sort of reaction to the vaccines and uh, some you know seniors pass away because they they got the vaccine done i'm just like now my parents are gonna get their vac- vaccines done i'm just like oh i'm telling them just like i cannot imagine not having you in my life right now i hope everything goes well and mm-hmm. yeah just make sure like the doctors are there if anything happens kind of thing but yeah kind of like you said when we're getting close to that age where you're kind of worried about you know their well-being and you will learn to appreciate more. Like I would really cherish every moment with them right now. Yeah, totally. It's each thing. Yeah. When, when, when you are get we getting older. old? <laughs> we are. <laughs> I'm the youngest one here, motherfucker. Yo. I'm, I'm going to go home and start telling my mom I love you every night. <laughs> She'll be like, what yes. the fuck? <laughs> get off of my back. Are you, are you okay? <laughs> are you okay? Dominic told me to do this. <laughs> he told me to appreciate. <laughs> oh, so you don't love me then. <laughs> Someone else had to tell you to tell you that love me, but you don't really love me. I see how it is. <laughs> That's kind of like the policy in, in my house. Like, no news is good news. For for them, like if I don't come mm-hmm. to them and tell them something's gone wrong, like they're like, okay, everything's okay, like we're all good. But usually, when I go look for them, something's up. 
It's like, oh, mom, I lost my job. Oh, mom, I just broke up with somebody. (laughs) It's it's never good. Oh, so you only go to your parents for bad things. I see how it is. Or or I bring them food sometimes. Well, mostly, yeah, when I need them. That's Selfish. Why hotel here. Selfish. Hotel, you just check in and check out here. I'm sorry, mom. I Selfish. love you. No, you don't. No, you don't. You love resources. You love re- God. I'll be more affectionate in the future. <laughs> right no, after think- the show. Yes. No, I think it's all within me. It's just, you know, not at something that I would express on a daily basis kind of thing especially with my parents like we we all know that we'll be there for each other if anything happens but on a daily basis like we don't really check in and see how they're doing every single day but oh. hey maybe i should also <laughs> oh, you're not good at expressing uh, emotion and care ah sounds all like right, someone I'll, else we know i'll work on it i'll work on it <laughs> oh and that was an expectation of yours for this person i see <laughs> that double standard hmm. so double so standard <laughs> very, very common i just i just heard the show today they were talking about it it's like what do you look for in your partner it's like if you name three qualities that you look for Right. It's usually the three qualities that you don't have that you don't want that you want to have for yourself. Oh, so they yeah. cover whatever that you can't do for them. <laughs> yeah, uh, so like you what? Want like an understanding partner. You want uh, a, a smart partner. Then yeah. it's probably the, the chances are you're not understanding and you're not smart. Oh damn! I, <laughs> I, I think it's the assumption that you fall for the person that you admire. Yeah. Or can like you it, not both be smart though? <laughs> you can, but if you, you look, for, if you look for like certain quality, usually the chances are you don't have that quality. Yeah. Huh. I thought mm-hmm. most people tell me that guys like dumber girls, like they feel intimidated if the girl's too smart. <laughs> I don't know who's been talking to you. <laughs> it hurts their ego. <laughs> I feel like you've been talking to other girls because I've never heard a guy say that to me. Really, guys yeah. like smarter guys, girls. Guys don't. Yeah, guys don't think that. Yeah. Because like, well, at least for me, maybe if, uh, for me and Leighton, we actually care about personalities and shit, right? We because hey. we know we, we, we. I think uh, from what I've noticed about Leighton is that we get really irked by people that are kind of stupid. <laughs> like your tolerance for it, it's kind of like kind of low, uh, low, right? <laughs> like, like really low. <laughs> I mean, like. If you came home and your girlfriend's microwaving ice cream because it was too cold, then you're kind of like, mm, this one might have to go. <laughs> Not that dumb, but I mean, like, if she outsmarts no, no, you de- all the time. It depends, it depends how, how much yeah, she put on the timer. <laughs> <laughs> it's, if uh, you did it for, like, five seconds, I, I would say, mm, maybe that works, right? <laughs> if you yeah. did it for, like, five minutes, then no. Like, what if she always, like, try to debate with you and try to be right all the time? I mean, I a lot it, of guys are like that too, though, right? Yeah, but I find it more so in like younger people. If you date someone a lot younger than you, yeah, because we'll, when you're too old, you're too old for this shit. <laughs> and in the back of your mind, you know they're wrong. So yeah, <laughs> it's like I don't have to explain myself. You're just yeah. dumb. <laughs> it, it also becomes less of a debate the older you get, right? Because like yeah. you both kind of like. I know what the options are. You know what the options are. Now we're just weighing them out. Unless the other person has some really novel solution that you couldn't think of, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I don't true. know if it's like when girls really want to prove that they're right. And again, people say that there's no right or wrong in a relationship. You know, happy wife, mm-hmm. happy life, you know? <laughs> just you, you don't try to bullshit? win. Is that bullshit? <laughs> well, it's kind of true. There's no right or wrong in a relationship. Exactly. What, no, what, so what right if you on, win? <laughs> there's right or wrong on facts. <laughs> if you're debating about facts, right? Yeah. A lot what of about, times. What about like, maybe not for Dom, but what about your parents? Like, does your dad always like, is he the alpha of the house? Does he always have to be right? My dad wasn't always dead. He was alive for a while. All right. Then you can tell us. <laughs> I was conceived at some point. <laughs> I didn't want to touch the, you know, <laughs> soft points of Dong. <laughs> but yes, please bring that up. Go ahead, Layden. Tell me about how, how your dad and stuff. It was more, more equal. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, my dad is not overly... Like the dominant uh, character in the house. 
Yeah, because I think for my parents, they make the big decisions together. But then for the、mm-hmm. little things, like my dad would just be like, "Ask your mom, like, what to have for dinner,、mm-hmm. or where where the stuff." Like, she just like go ask mom. <laughs> yeah, he he just stopped trying. Like, especially can, what we want to eat. Imagine, yeah, when you get older, even older, you don't want to bother with these stuff. It's like, okay, go ask your mom, right? Yeah, you like, go ask mom. And sometimes、totally、mom、understand. would be like, go ask dad, or just like,、yeah. can somebody just tell me what's what's happening? <laughs> I think parents still have domains, though, right? So usually, like,、uh, stereotypically, women kind of like. Handle the house stuff, so like a lot of the stuff where like if you ask them where it is, you like your mom's gonna know. Especially if your mom doesn't work, she's at home all day, and、right. she's the one who handles all of that shit. Then yeah, that's the one to ask, right? Yeah, I think、uh, yeah. with finances, it's just like、uh, you'll ask your dad, but then your dad will still have to ask your mom because it becomes yeah.、Like、always go back to the mom. <laughs>、yeah. Same same for my house. Like it's、mm-hmm. always like go ask your mom <laughs>、yeah. when you want to do things, where you want to go, ask mom. Yeah. Usually, mom has the answer for household stuff. Yeah. yeah. What about like when you first started dating? Like, did your parents have any issues with that? Like, for me, my my parents found out I was dating when I was in grade eight.、Mm-hmm. I think I think、um, one of the parents of another like classmate saw me walking home with a guy. And then they called my mom and be like, "Did you know that your daughter's like holding hands with this guy? Holy shit! I got in trouble for that." <laughs> like my mom came to me, was like, "You should not be dating right now. You're only in grade eight." I was like, "What's wrong with being in grade eight?" <laughs> I think you missed the point. What is the point? <laughs> Speaking of stupid have, girls, like, hey like, now. Like usually, mom doesn't have to rely on sources to tell them their kids are dating. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's pretty、tell. obvious, I guess. Your habits change. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like all of a sudden, you're on the phone all fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, when did you first start dating? In high school for me, you know. But my parents don't have any input. Well, other than my mom telling me. No black girls. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> just me then. Just me.、Uh, actually, just she、you. never. She never said that.、Uh, it was、uh, another family friend. That, that Your family friend said that. No,、What? said that to their son. Oh. Like, in their household, that's their expectation. For my、oh. mom, she's pretty chill. She doesn't have any expectations. She just tell me not to be so serious so soon. Don't like fall、uh. for a girl like. Totally, so soon. Explore your options, right? Yeah. Explore your options. <laughs> I think my dad says something similar. He's just like,、mm-hmm. "Oh, these guys like sweet talk you into things and like buy you flowers." So it's like they're way too smooth. It's not right. Like, don't fall for that. <laughs> and so Amy didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Go away. <laughs> No, but like in grade eight, I literally broke up with a guy because of that. My parents told me not to date. They're like, "You're you should focus on school, and you're too young." And I actually had to go back and tell him that. I was like, "Sorry, my parents are not okay with this. Like, we have to break up." That's normal, right? That's.、Uh... But I feel like again, it's a little different for my brother because he's like three years younger than me. I don't think my parents ever cared about when he had his girlfriend. Double yeah, standard. Different for girls. Like if I have a daughter, I would be super, super protective too. Like seriously, be, <laughs> is it a girl thing? To, yeah, I'll be the father to have a baseball bat and a shotgun in his hand. Oh、yeah. shit! <laughs> <laughs> do not date Lane's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> if I、But、had a daughter, <laughs> I, I, I'll do the same. I got my shotgun loaded already. <laughs> <laughs> See. <laughs> She's already coming back from daycare and be like, "Mommy, I love this guy in school." I'm just like, "You're five, girl. <laughs> just wait another year." <laughs> you see where the double standard is coming. You have double standard for your daughter too. <laughs> I guess, I guess, but still, grade eight though. <laughs> That's not too young, right? You're thirteen. Yeah, I mean, it's not young, but it's like it's not like you're smart. So that's why your parents like no. Excuse that, me. <laughs> no, you're thirteen. You're a dumbass, right? You don't know anything about relationships. Your parents、that's、are just、true. trying to avoid you, like trying to make sure you don't get hurt and shit, right? That's the best、yeah. they can do. Yeah, at that age, like, what do you do? Well, at least back in the days, for us, it's just like holding hands in school and like meeting up at the cafeteria and have lunch. It's not like you would sleep over or anything. <laughs> I didn't date until I was like twenty-two. Seriously? Yeah, and then twenty two. Yeah, I didn't like. I just yeah, it just never happened. And then I didn't really find anyone I liked in university until I was twenty two. And、oh, then、wow. 
Yeah, I guess I, you never had to go through that then. <laughs> uh, my mom would never cared. My mom was really, really open about it. She was just like, say whatever. Just get home by six. I'm like, okay. Oh, so you do have to six. get home by six. You have a curfew? Just to have dinner and then I can go out again. Oh, you really? could. Okay. Yeah. I remember the yeah. first time ever I went out till like three in the morning. Oh gosh, I got the silent treatment from my mom. Like, <laughs> I literally, really I got home. She was sat, sitting by the staircase, didn't say a single word. She got up, turned around, and went back into her room. I'm just like, oh shit, I'm dead. <laughs> she gave me the I'm disappointed look. <laughs> yeah, she literally sat there all night. I think waiting for me to come home. Yeah, and then when she saw me, she just left. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> she was making sure you were okay. That's why she was sitting there, though. Yeah. I guess yeah, like back in the days we didn't have like cell phones and stuff I guess so exactly wait how yeah. old are you why do you have no cell phones <laughs> I don't know like 15 16 maybe we do we did you have a phone out, you were out till three o'clock when you were f- <laughs> you probably had Jesus. cell phones <laughs> yeah I think I had a phone then why didn't you she just, just call me just, <laughs> I never picked up <laughs> wait did I you have cell mom. phones when you were 16 I think so yeah I think I got my cell phone when I was in grade nine so I did have a phone Maybe I just didn't call her. That's why she got pissed. Uh, but um, yeah, yeah I think at that up. age, no, I always pick up. I wouldn't ignore her call. I would die if I ignore her call. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think for for her, it's like, oh, like you should not be out till that late when you're at that age kind of thing. But that was the only time she ever cared about what time I came home. Since then, like she never bugged me about it again. <laughs> By the way, I agree with her. I would not let my like 14 year old be out till three o'clock in the fucking morning. Yeah. What the fuck is out there for you for three o'clock in the morning? <laughs> it's like you can't, you can't even drive. How do you get home, right? At three we literally morning. walked home that day because all the moms got pissed off. They wouldn't pick us up. We literally walked home. You were a shitty kid. You were a <laughs> shitty kid. And you still don't call your mom right now. <laughs> I think all of us were at, like at a bubble tea shop and then we're just like, somebody call, call your mom and see if they can pick us up. None of the moms wanted to come. <laughs> we literally walked home as a group because we yeah. couldn't do anything else. But hey. <laughs> Remember how I was talking about girls that were stupid and how much me and Layton don't like them? Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> you know, you know, okay. Sometimes they're just so yeah. stupid, you know what I mean? <laughs> I literally like didn't do it, like stay out super late until I was like university for the most part. Uh, I remember one time I I, uh, I remember just waking up in Port Moody. What? <laughs> and that's worse than getting bubble tea? <laughs> and I was, I'm, I'm like 20 something. You were fucking 14. 16. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm legal. All right. So then I woke up in Port Moody and my mom calls me and she's like, where are you? And, uh, and she's like, you didn't come home last night. And I'm like, Give me a second. <laughs> you know, I'm like, this, this place that starts with a P. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm looking for my glasses, right? I'm like looking for my glasses because I, I woke up on my friend's couch. Well, what happened? What were uh, you doing? <laughs> it, was, it was interesting. It was his birthday and we all went out to his, his house to party. Did and, you black out? <laughs> uh, Probably. I think so. I don't know. Uh, and so I'm looking for my glasses. That's people a yes. like sleeping on the floor. I'm on the couch. So I'm just in a pile of people. And then oh I'm, I'm looking for my glasses. I'm like, oh, fuck, I lost my glasses. Orgy right? party. And then I, I look around and then I'm like, but I can see everything, but my eyes hurt. So apparently I like, I had left my contacts on and they're just oh, glued to my eyeballs. Yeah, eyeball. they would dry in your <laughs> eyeballs. <laughs> right? I'm like, I can see, but it hurts so much. I, I was twenty all something. That before. <laughs> I was twenty something. That's different from you being sixteen and being out till three o'clock. No, it's not like we were out doing anything stupid. Like we weren't drinking or anything. Oh, drinking bubble tea, but bubble tea. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. <laughs> bubble, bubble tea till three. I think I would pick up Audrey if she's out drinking bubble tea till like. Well, we had to walk home. That's why I went to three. Like we left at one ish. We had to walk home. How, how how long did you have to walk for? Pretty like long. I think a, an hour and a half. It was pretty damn far. I was in Richmond. Like that means you were still River drinking Road. bubble tea at one thirty in the morning. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But that was like the first time ever that I stay out late. And then, yep, they didn't like that. <laughs> I only started to stay out late when I could drive. Exactly. I should have done that. <laughs> Would have been so usually, much easier. <laughs> yeah. Usually I get the parents to pick us up then it cannot be too late because they would fall asleep too right? exactly yeah that's why I used to bus everywhere because the sky trains open to like one or two but you guys live in richmond it's a bit different you guys didn't yeah. have the sky train back then no, no. it was like the yeah. b line yeah. 
The beeline is useless. <laughs> <laughs> Always packed. You can never get on. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't I go to my area. So no, I think I've only started taking the bus after I started university because you have to get wow. to school. But what a like, princess! Oh, okay. <laughs> princess. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, actually, I actually don't take the bus. <laughs> At all? Just, no, I never really had to take the bus. What a what princess. a prince! <laughs> <laughs> no, still a princess. Still, still princess. a princess. <laughs> no, at our age, we just rode our bikes everywhere. Like I would ride all the way from like where I lived, all the way to like Gary Point, which is like a couple couple hours. I would just ride my wow. bike everywhere. Yeah, like back in the days, like we didn't get to take the bus or anything. I can't ride a bike, so. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Maybe learn how to ride a bike. <laughs> I walk like a slave, like a true man. <laughs> Get you to places way faster. <laughs> I use my legs because God gave them to me, unlike you. <laughs> I should have rolled my bike to get bubble tea instead. It would have been a lot faster. <laughs> Again, you know, I like smart girls and, you know. <laughs> All right. Let me pull my ice cream out of the microwave. <laughs> yeah. You put it in the oven, whatever. <laughs> Slow cook it. Uh, yeah, because I have friends that like have really strict curfews too. Like, they have to go home when the sun goes down, and that's it. They don't get to come back out. Oh, <laughs> like you, though. <laughs> Reverse vampires. Um, I did you ever like? Did they ever pressure you to go go to school? Did they ever go like, oh, like the only way to get a job is to go to a university? Was, was that a thing for you guys? Yeah, I think in their mind, you have to have a degree to get a decent job in the society. That's back in in their age, right? But did they kind of force you into certain schools or programs that they think are better for you? I know like growing up in BC, like you have to go to UBC or SFU. (laughs) For my parents, as long as I graduate, then then they're okay. That's it. Wow. Your your parents are pretty lenient then. So chill. Yeah. Yeah, they're chill. What about you, Amy? Did you, they pressure you to go anywhere? Um, not really. My parents are pretty chill, but they do have certain expectations. Cause I remember like in high school, like if I tell them, Oh mom, I don't feel like going to school. She'll just be like, Oh, why? I'm just like, just not feeling it. And she's like, just get your homework done. You can stay home. I'm like, thanks mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm liking you less and less. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I do it a lot. That's why like when I actually do, she probably realized that I need a day off. So it's not like I do it every other week, you know, (laughs) it's more like a once in a year kind of thing. So she'll be like, oh, maybe she's having a bad day. She just needs to stay in and she'll be okay with that. Like she, she wouldn't force me to go to school. Yeah. And like, she's never, ever asked me about my homework. I don't even think she knows what my homework is like. Growing up, since I was little, I'm responsible for everything that's about school. So, like mm-hmm. getting things it, turning in on time and study for my exams. Like she's never asked a single thing about it. I was so, asking like, you about like university. You're like taking days oh, off of like elementary oh, and high school. Even worse because she wasn't <laughs> really <laughs> she wasn't really around when I went to university. So it's all just me. <laughs> like I have to get to school on time, get everything done, and you know, study for my but, exams, same thing. Like, does she expect you to be in any kind of profession or any field um, of work? Not really. But then again, like I would try to get into a better school. Like, of course, mm. I applied for UBC and SFU <laughs> and got into UBC. And um, yeah. I think a year after um, UBC, I'm just like, I told my parents, like, I really, really want to be a pastry chef. You know, like I grew up watching Food Network and I took cooking classes in high school. So at that point, I was just like, mom and dad, like, I really, really want to be a pastry chef. And <laughs> that's when my dad told me, is like, like, you tried so hard to get, get into UBC. Like, why would you want to drop out of school for, for you know, a, a job that would be pretty labor intensive? You know, it's going to be long hours. You're going to be on your feet all day are you sure you want to do this? And I was young and wild. I didn't really care. I was like, I can be on my feet all day. I'm just like, I'm going to do this dad. (laughs) And he supported me. He's like, okay, if that's what you want to do, like go and apply for, you know, pastry school. And that's what I did. But thinking back, I would be like, oh, maybe I should have listened to to my dad and finished UBC. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I really enjoyed it while I was in that industry. Like every moment of it, I I loved being a pastry chef. But then, after a few years working in the hospitality industry, I'm like, oh, 
it's really hard to, you know, we had to work on all special occasions. So we pretty much don't get to spend any special days with your family, like Christmas Eve, like New Year's Eve, Mother's Day, Father's Day. Like they're all super busy days at the restaurant. So mm-hmm. I had to work on those days and the hours are usually pretty horrible. You're either working super early or working till like past midnight. So like for a few years, like I barely get to see anybody around me because I work like the complete opposite schedule as everybody else. And that's when I realized that, oh, okay, maybe this isn't, you know, a really good um, industry to be in. If I want to start a family, like you Mm -hmm. won't get to spend a lot of time with your family. So I guess that's when my dad's voice kicked in. I was like, oh, I should (laughs) have listened. I told you so. (laughs) Yeah. But But then I never regretted what I did, though. That's good. Yeah, it's a good experience to try out when you always wanted to try, right? Right, yeah. But then people always say, like, find a job that is your hobby and you never work a day in your life. It's like a saying. But I I find that bullshit because if you have to work (laughs) your hobby, if you have to use a hobby for money, it, it will not enjoy that at all. So I, I think that's kind of like your case. So if you're forced to make pastry, if you have to wake up like five o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. right, then it, it wouldn't be enjoyable. It wouldn't be the same. Yeah. And then everything's in bulk. Like I make mm-hmm. tubs and tubs of like cheesecake mixes where you have to mix in, you know, you have to stick your entire arm in there to mix it. It's just like, it's mm-hmm. not what people think is like, oh, you're making these cute little desserts. No, you're like sticking your arm into a bucket of, you know batter i think it's also about like how much money you make right if you like if you make a shit ton of money doing that right yeah back then it was not sustainable at all no it wasn't it was like almost minimum wage (laughs) so you're like working your ass off on your feet all day and it's like pretty heavy duty stuff like carrying those hope arts and mixers around and Mm -hmm. (laughs) making almost minimum wage like that's when i decided to go back to school and that's when my parents got so pissed at me. They're like, you got into UBC, you dropped out, and now you want to go back to school. <laughs> they, they were just like, I'm not paying a penny for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, for them it was because they felt like I maybe like changed my past too often or didn't stick uh-huh. with one thing. And yeah, so I, I told them like, I realized that a lot of people who work in the hospitality industry, like it's either that they didn't like school at all, or, you know, like some cooks just didn't have a choice. Like it's the only job they could get. And I told them that I was like, I really enjoy school and I really enjoy science. Like why should I not pursue something that I enjoy doing when I could, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah. So I went ahead and paid for my own school for those two years and got my diploma. But then (laughs) again, thinking back, I was like, yeah, I could have listened to my dad. (laughs) So sometimes like for Asian parents, they would try to tell you what to do. Not everybody listened, but maybe it's a good choice. <laughs> I think it's still a good choice because if you hadn't do that, it would be always on your mind. And you would think that your parents stopped you from doing something you love. Exactly. You that you hate it. <laughs> I've learned so many things through that too. Like I started working at a really young age because of that. And, you know, I gained a lot more social skills than anything else. Like growing up, as a you know Chinese kid in Richmond like I was super like sheltered and only hung out with the Chinese kids and you know like I told you guys I didn't really know how to speak English but the moment Mm -hmm. I started working I was forced to you know socialize with people and speak in English and Mm -hmm. turn me into a complete different person like it's different (laughs) from when I was going to school so this is something that molded me into who I am. And I'm, mm-hmm. like I said, never regretted a day of it. But at the same time, you would be like, oh, maybe, you know, your parents would tell you something after their, you know, thorough consideration. <laughs> and yeah. At the end of the day, you have to decide what you want to listen to and what you don't. So, so uh, Amy, um, you went to school for sciences, right? Yeah. What do you do for work science. now? <laughs> what do you do for work I now? I am actually getting <laughs> back into my industry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going into a renewable energy again. Yeah. So, yeah. That's why I'm like, nothing goes wasted. Like everything you've yeah. learned in your life will come handy one day. You know what? Maybe when there's a zombie apocalypse, 
you have that special skill that you needed to run away from the zombies you know yeah (laughs) exactly i know how to bake (laughs) i can throw people into ovens Uh, (laughs) yeah ice cream with asian parents we like they i think they try to navigate us for very direct routes and it's because they don't want us to waste so much time in life right they want to take like Mm -hmm. from point a to point b and make the right decision and just get there uh, I don't I don't know if it's the right decision, but it's just like the decision so that like, you know, by the time they die, they know that like, hey, my I did my job. My my kid is able to self-sustain and like they're happy. And that's really like what they think about. And it's not like they're trying to take her dream away from you necessarily. Right. They're just trying to set up a foundation before they die. Yep. Uh, I think one of the things that like like Amy said sort of through her story is that like Point A to point B is like the very long scale of looking at it. Technically, Amy went through all these different things. It's still from point A to point B, right? It's just that if you look at zigzag, if you look at the micro (laughs) details, straight line. (laughs) If you look at the micro details, it'll look like you're zigzagging. But if you look in in a lifetime, right, then it's just one straight line from like birth to death, right? It's just it's a very macro way of looking at it, Mm -hmm. right? And which I, I don't think Asian parents do because they they only have one segment of your life. And for that segment, it's their, that's their time to make sure that you're okay. Right. Right. So if they micromanage you, that's, that's why, right. It's not because they're necessarily trying to control your life. It's because I only have a limited time, a limited time of amount, fucking amount of time with you. And, (laughs) and I'm just trying to make the best of it and make the best of your time. Right. And so sometimes it, yeah, and they're also your parent, right? So they, they tell you what to do. They don't ask you what to do a lot of times, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, but I, I, I think they yeah. kind of struggle a bit about like how flexible they should be. Like if you do really want to do something else or they think it is the right thing for you to do, yeah. should they insist um, making you do it or should they let you do what you want to do, even though it could be a longer road or a tougher road? I think it's because yeah. we're Asian. We're, we're about efficiencies. So they, <laughs> they probably made mistakes when they were younger that they know it wouldn't work. So yeah, they, don't they want, want us to, to avoid down the, making yeah. mistakes. Yeah. yeah, they don't want you to go down the same path and waste time. So going back to norms, it's like going A to B. They want you to be the shorter distance for you. So <laughs> zoom, it's zoom. the most efficient way. Yeah. <laughs> but I, what they don't know is everyone has to go through, like, like go do it wrong wrong turns and make the wrong choice to learn about a life lessons yeah, yeah that's exactly what i just did. tell you right that it's wrong <laughs> yeah yeah you have to learn it a hard way but i guess like for sometimes you could avoid it like for my dad um he actually listened to my grandma because he wanted to be a marine biologist when he was younger and my grandma's like marine bi- biologists can't really find a job like <laughs> unless if you're you got really lucky. Like it's really hard to get a job if you're a marine biologist. And she's like, go be a doctor. And my dad actually listened. He was like, oh, that's what your grandma wanted. And I'll try to make her happy. And he studied to be a doctor and we never had to worry about anything growing up. Like, cause he's got a pretty stable job. So mm-hmm. thinking back, you would be like, all right. Like my grandma made him do what she wants him to do. And maybe it's a better choice. Why? Yeah, it's partly why he'd let you try being a pastry chef too, because you know how that feels, not being able to do what you want to do. Right. Maybe mm-hmm. he should have gone and be a marine biologist. <laughs> <laughs> well, never know, right? Yeah, I guess you won't find out until you do. Mm-hmm. And that's, a, yeah, a lot of parents around me right now, they, they're going through the same things and they're like, oh, my kids want to do this, but I want them to do that. I know it's better for them. Like, what should I do kind of thing? You know, like, would you be flexible enough to let your kids go through the ups and downs to realize what's right or just tell them what's the easiest way to get there? (laughs) Yeah. At the end of the day, you don't really have a choice. You don't have a choice, right? It's just you either make this process really hard or you make this hard process a little bit easier, right? Uh, Because all throughout your life, you're going to be trying to gear this kid anyway. You're trying to, like, swerve him a certain way and he either Mm -hmm. takes it or he doesn't or she, right? Right. Yeah. And some kids take it better than others. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And nowadays you can't beat your kids. Like we get beaten when we were younger, I know. Like right? when I was in Taiwan, <laughs> like we get beat at school. We get beat at home. Like if you don't do your homework, your teacher beats you. And then like when you're at home, I don't know what I did. I seriously don't remember, but I, I always get beat by my parents too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My parent has like a stick at home. It's like a fine stick. I don't know how like, you call who it. Who keeps English. a stick at home? Yeah. Asians like, do. A lot of Asians have it. It's like a. It's not bamboo. I don't know how to describe. It. It's thin. It's like about 
two millimeter thick, and then oh. it can be a it can be a whip too. So it really hurts that if it would whip. hurt. <laughs> yeah, it makes me wonder where they actually bought it. Like, what I know, is right? The actual is it, purpose of that? Is stick? it meant for beating your kids? Because <laughs> my parents use these dusters. It's kind of like a Chinese Swiffer kind of thing. It's got like yeah. chicken feathers at the end and like a stick at one, the other end, and they they yeah. hit you with it. I'm just yeah. like, can, can you not use a duster to hit me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then every time that you've done something bad, where every time they want you to listen, that's like their power staff. They just bring out just to intimidate you. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the only way for you to listen. I think for for Asian parents, there'd be like, "There's no other way." <laughs> the Swiffer tells. <laughs> yeah, every every family probably has like a different weapon at home that the parent uses for Asian family, at least in the olden days. <laughs> What did you get beat with? Um? The Swiffer. <laughs> you too. Yeah, so my mama used to always just pull up the Swiffer on me, and it's always like it's. If you don't know what the Swiffer is, I don't know if it's a worldwide thing. You can. No, I should post a picture it. of that. <laughs> yeah, you can detach it and make it as long or short as you want it to be, and you can just no matter how big a room, the big or small the room is, you She can take can a swing. You. you can take the perfect fucking swing. It's like the golf club for any fucking room, right? Gosh, it's like you're running out the door, and she's <laughs> like, "I can still beat you." <laughs> it's it's like a metal rod. It's a metal. It's not like bamboo. It's a metal freaking rod. And if you take off the top, it's a screw on on the tip. So、What? then, if you get hit by that, it's it's automatically a cut on your arm.、Holy、wow,、shit. that sounds Wait, bad. Yours, yours not a Chinese Swiffer. Yours an actual Swiffer. It's an actual Swiffer. It's, <laughs> it's、uh, an actual Swiffer. Twenty first century metal. Yeah.、Oh, wow. Are they allowed to beat kids in Canada? <laughs> You're not allowed to beat kids in any country. <laughs> no, in Taiwan, it was very normal. Like all teachers beat. Not kids anymore. Back,、oh, back not in anymore. the days. Back in the、Maybe、days, like when 20, I went to school. <laughs> Yeah, like all my teachers beat us. Like if we have to like go to school with our、um, tissue and napkins, if you forget to bring them, they'll beat you. If you don't hold your pen properly, they beat you. Tissue like, and napkins? Don't you mean、yeah. like a handkerchief or like a tissue and a napkin? Um, or kind of like a handkerchief, yeah. So that's like the SOP of going to school. You have to carry those things. What's an and- SOP? Well. <laughs> I know what an SOP is. What is SOP? Standard, Standard operating.、Guys. Oh yeah, procedure. Procedures. <laughs> Making、like、up a, words and shit. No, it's, it no, is. They like to say SOP in Taiwan. Is everything is. Do、SOP. they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like how you run a restaurant. What's the SOP? Yeah, the standard operating procedure. <laughs> yes,、yeah. it's an environmental thing too. But anyways, yeah, that's those are the things that you have to bring, and if you don't, you get beat by your teachers. <laughs> So that's back in the days, but the moment we moved to Canada, like my parents were like, "Oh, we found out that we're not allowed to beat you guys anymore." We're like, "Yeah, <laughs> what do, do you mean? Yeah, it was like, what do you mean they're gonna take us away?" <laughs> it's like when Superman loses his powers. Like, <laughs> I know you have to find a different way of parenting. Ha <laughs> ha. I think it's it comes sooner for guys because like you outgrow your parents. At like sixteen、yeah. to eighteen, and so、yeah. then eventually, when they hit you, it doesn't hurt. Yeah, or、What? they know you can fight back. <laughs> yeah, my mom tried to hit me one time, and I caught it. And and then after、yeah. that, she's never hit hit me since. Are you even、yeah. allowed to catch? <laughs> What are you gonna do about it? You don't need to be submissive. Well, if, you're, if you're old enough, yes. But if you, I guess, yeah, you'll、younger. fight back then. Yeah, yeah, because I remember the. The only time my dad ever hit my brother was when he learned the word "fuck," <laughs> and he came home from school. I think he's in grade five or something, and he he was like fighting for the TV, and then he just said "fuck" to my dad. Ooh, he got slapped. <laughs> and I think that was the one and only time that he ever got hit by my dad since we came to Canada. But then there are times that they will be like, "This is something that I have to do." <laughs> Yeah, I think it, when you hit a certain age, like if you keep hitting them, it feels like you're not trying to communicate with them,、mm-hmm. right? Which I, I honestly, with Asian parents, it's hard,、um, just because with them, their parents are often at work, and so、mm-hmm. like the way you teach your kids is swift. So you just gotta beat their ass and then go to work again. Get it done. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, I think yeah, it's their upbringing too. That's probably、home. how they were taught when they're little too. Like they probably got、yeah. beat growing up. <laughs> Again, Asian is super efficient. That's the most efficient way, but it's not the right way. 
it's not always effective too because it, it doesn't yeah. work on everybody uh yeah. i i knew that one of my cousins just like he used to take beatings like a champ and so he just <laughs> never cared yeah so it doesn't hurt yeah he's dead on the outside so he he just like <laughs> he was always like a little butthole and i couldn't understand why but it's because he could just take beatings like fucking mike tyson in a ring he just didn't give a <laughs> yeah. shit right and, and it kind of loses his purpose no yeah. yeah but that's why eventually you have to stop and you have to reason with this kid right right uh, well you know what minorities almost all have this kind of similar way of teaching their kids if you're like a, from a poor minority group you you've had your ass beat at some point it's just the, mm-hmm. it's just the way of life but then it's sometimes like you see white kids and like you know like i don't know if you've ever seen russell peters and russell's like russell's friends like fuck you mom and then like the mom's just like oh what am i gonna do with him right like <laughs> that would never happen in my house i could no, never say you're that to my not mom. allowed to say that just like i said my dad would backhand you and slap you and yeah. kimchi slap you whichever slap you could do <laughs> yeah my mom once just like wrote like i remember i i don't remember what i did but i got in a lot of trouble that day and she's like i'd rather kill you and go to jail <laughs> yeah yeah it's crazy yeah she's like i'd rather kill you and like go to jail than put a piece of trash like you in society and, oh. and, yeah ouch that and then was, savage oh. and then i went back to my room <laughs> oh. i was like well one thing work? one thing that chinese parents always say is it's better to give birth to a barbecue pork than you yeah. <laughs> i love barbecue pork <laughs> i got that a lot yeah it's a chinese saying they don't really mean it but they always say that yeah when they think that you're not being nice or not not being obedient then they would say this this phrase mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah at least you can eat the tasu <laughs> exactly <laughs> way better than a kid that swears and fights back <laughs> I, I reversed that on my mom one time and then like I was like you go okay it's hard to lay song it's like no matter how bad I did I came from you <laughs> you reverse it pretty much did you get hurt oh my gosh I would no, never it came at an age where like joking was okay you know wow. like <laughs> I, don't I don't know think if, I'll be able to say that to my parents <laughs> Uh, it's different when you grow up alone with your mom. It's like you, mm. like you just you have become to become friends, friends with her, yeah, yeah or yeah, you kill yeah. each other. Like it's just, it's <laughs> oh, too gosh. hard to spend that much time with someone all the time and not be able to joke around because it's really mm-hmm. brutal. Yeah, yeah. I guess for my dad, it's like you have to respect them. There's no way you can talk shit like that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the best way of parenting too. Just be friends with your kid, like because mm. you can. Yeah. You can open up the most with your friends. Yeah, I think my mom's better with that. Like, there's one time she was scolding me, and she's like, "So you think you got hair under your armpits, and you're old enough to do this?" I'm just like, "Uh, yeah." <laughs> we both started bursting out laughing. Like, she's kind of trying to say that, like, you think you're old enough to do this, like, because you had puberty. I'm just like, um, maybe, maybe these hair will get me somewhere. <laughs> These pubes, yeah, that tells yeah. me that I'm old enough. Trust me, pubes get you nowhere in life. Sometimes it's a drawback. Because that's another Chinese saying. Like they they say that your um your wings are stiff enough or hard enough for you to fly away, so you can yeah. leave the nest. You do not fly with pubes. <laughs> pubes According do not help to her, you fly. I do. Oh, God. Same, same, but different. <laughs> Oh no, Amy must have a lot of pews. <laughs> oh, no. Enough to fly, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wing. show you. <laughs> oh, poor <laughs> <laughs> Walking through a rainforest. <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny because when, when she said that, she started laughing too. I'm just like, all right, we're not fighting no more. <laughs> If you can establish that kind of relationship with your parents, like it's a lot easier to communicate. Because I think most Asian parents are pretty strict, and they don't yeah. joke around like that. Do you guys have sex conversations with your parents? No, mm-hmm. my parents no. never gave me any sex ed. Well, they just tell me to use a condom. That's it. Oh, <laughs> that's it. Oh. I remember when I first hit puberty, I was like, I literally went to my parents. I was like, Dad and Mom, I think I got cancer. And she, they're like, what the hell? I was like, my boobs hurt. 
<laughs> and they're just they, they burst out laughing again. They're just like, "What the hell?" <laughs> like you don't have cancer. <laughs> you put so much ice cream in the microwave. Just so much. I know. Right? <laughs> well, nobody told me about it. Like my parents never brought up a single word about how your boobs are gonna hurt when you go through puberty. Yeah. Like. <laughs> my dad would walk better. into the door one day and be like hey hey girl guess what when your boobs start growing it's gonna hurt yo <laughs> oh i want to do that when i'm a dad just walk by her room yo titty's gonna hurt and then just walk away <laughs> right? I, didn't, I didn't finish right and then tomorrow because of puberty <laughs> just two separate things <laughs> yeah i, I wish you did that for me yeah i told you how did remember? you know yeah, did i, you I know had no idea <laughs> and that's not something your asian parents would tell you <laughs> I don't think I've ever been told about pubes or anything like that when I was a kid. Right? And guys go through a lot less. Like, you don't have your period. You don't have your boobs growing. You don't have your... Oh, you, you're probably... Your voice change and then... You your voice your, changes. You get a lot more acne. Your, uh, your bones hurt when you grow. Right. But nothing, like, very physical, like having your first period. Kind I of just thing. said my bones <laughs> hurt. <laughs> Which but not bone? very physical, right? Yeah, but not very physical. Like, people say that women are more... Bones. Yeah, women are more yeah. empathetic, but, you know, I think that's dog shit. Totally <laughs> dog shit, man. Yeah. Try having a period it's every month. Bones. It's not yeah, a period. It's just bones. You're okay. You know, you're not bleeding out of your guts for, like... Your, you take your a life. day off from school. <laughs> I never... I started school at 6.30 and I ended at 5.30. I never never took a day off from school if you have periods you can probably take a day off <laughs> i dare you take a day off from work from because you have a period tell your employer that <laughs> see if it's a reason hey for some girls it hurts like hell yo <laughs> some girls actually do take yeah a day off. it could no, be they're, pretty damn bad <laughs> i which is fair i think sometimes people get really bad cramps or they get dizzy and mm -hmm. stuff or like yeah. some people get really heavy flow which like is totally understandable but the problem is thank you anyone can say it <laughs> is the problem right there's like anyone could just like lie about it and just not show up to work it's kind of dog shit you'll just have to trust them where else they're gonna pass out in front of you <laughs> uh, yeah i know some people get woozy i know some people that just like go through work with at like bottles of advil yeah painkiller that's the only way to get through it so uh, your bones hurting what <laughs> see not empathetic whatsoever no no nothing yeah. beats period if it hurts yeah. once a month for a week every week of your life then maybe <laughs> Okay. I mean, we'd also die your own younger. So what do you want? <laughs> you want to live longer and painful or short and have to deal with your shit? <laughs> Damn. You think that guys like, oh, like guys don't have to deal with a period. Of course we do. We have you in our life. <laughs> it's like you don't bleed every day. I know, but you let me know every time it happens. It's just as bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having my period right now. You don't understand. I'm like, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> Is that <a> PMSing? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. It's my hormones talking. <laughs> we don't have the physical pain, but we experience you get the mental pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They get passed on to the men. Yeah. And then once they're off their period, they're like, ha ha. <laughs> I just fucking Never walk away. Mind. <laughs> right. You're all emotionally damaged inside because she's saying hurtful things while she's on her period. Like, you're fat. You're like dick is small. And like, ah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That brings us to our uh, this and that question this week. <laughs> Oh, we're not doing that one first. We're doing that one last. Are we not doing that? We could. No, we're doing it we're last. Doing we're doing yours, yours first. Okay. Yeah, sure. We're doing the best question but last. That's, that's a little bit of a okay, we preview. Should, we, should, <laughs> we should introduce this. Like, we're going to yeah, do this so, or that section. Uh, so yes. each of us will prepare one question every episode to ask the two other hosts. So this week. Unfortunately, we have. <laughs> The word penis coming up. I'll start with a choice of birth control. Since gotta, we're on that to topic. on the question. <laughs> this or this that. Um, that. All right, let's choices. see. Well, sometimes you can use both. But then if you have to choose between like condoms or um, pills. Well, you, you guys don't have to take pills. But then like your, your girls will have guys. to take we pills. About this. They're yeah, pills for guys. yeah they're, making, they're making pills for guys. But I don't know all if right. it's available yet. Well, I like don't for so. for now, I guess for your yeah. girl, would you rather have them be on birth control pills or just wear condom every time? Because I know a lot of guys don't like wearing condoms. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> you know, if she doesn't want to do it, like it's fine. You know, if she doesn't want to take the pill, it's fine. If she doesn't want to use an IUD, it's fine. Fucking just yeah. use a condom. Who gives a shit? It's not yeah. like really a this or that. It's a I'll take what I can get. <laughs> 
mostly yes. That's the answer, <laughs> it's like, guys. Right? It's like I don't care. Yes. No, for girls for we my, do. Because my experience, none of my girlfriend has taken birth control pills. I don't know. Seriously. If thing. Or for Asian, they don't do that. Oh, you just raw that dog it. Wow. Risky. I had a girlfriend that uh used an IUD. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah, like that's something you don't have to worry about every month or every day when you have to take your pills on time. And what if you forgot to take it? Or like some people have really like bad side effects taking from taking pills. Like yeah. you gain weight or you get very emotional, yeah. like you get mood swings. Like there are a lot of really horrible side effects you can get too. Yeah. So some some Girls might choose not to take pills yeah. because of that. But. Which is fine. I don't understand why girls are like, well, okay, I do understand to some degree. Like, guys will, some guys will pressure girls to do it, right? But ultimately, you got to stand firm sometimes. If you don't want to do it, you just got to say no. Because if it's going to fuck up your body in the long term, you've got to say no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think Would for it girls, it's just like a way of protecting themselves. Because if a guy mm-hmm. doesn't want to wear a condom, like, during the whole time. <laughs> then why are you hanging out with this dude that won't protect you? Exactly. Have higher standards. <laughs> Have higher standards. <laughs> you talk like all the guys out there like wearing condoms. We don't, don't like mind. it, but we do it. Yeah, yeah I don't mind. Hey, you think I like driving 60? No, I like driving 100. I have to follow the fucking rules. <laughs> yes. Well, I never drive 60, so... <laughs> <laughs> Again, there's just so much ice cream in this fucking microwave. I know, I know right? <laughs> all right, all right. So what's okay, uh, so what's Lane's this or that question? Mine is less sexual. <laughs> Mine's Thank more you. Thank you. We can take a break from Stick that. Stick to the topic. Would you Thank want you. a ultra rich parent that doesn't give a shit about you? Or, oh, no. or very loving parents with like average, average income? income? I think that's so relevant for like kids in Richmond. <laughs> it's either like they, they make their kids go to Canada and just like leave them there and mm-hmm. not really physically be there with them. Mm-hmm. Or they are here, but then they don't get the big bucks like they'll earn back in Asia. Some people have the worst combination where like they have no parents here and they're poor. Oh, damn. That, <laughs> that happens because some of them come from Hong Kong, right? And like yeah. they don't have like a fuck ton of money, but their parents still have to work in Hong Kong because otherwise they would make mm-hmm. no money here because they don't know English. Yeah. yeah. So then their kids just here by themselves and they're like mediocre. Right. Everyone's like, oh, do you drive a Ferrari? It's like, no, I don't even drive. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. All right. We well, let's stick Which to this question. Then? Yeah, OK, so this scenario is uh, so you have rich parents, parents that, 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 about you. that don't really care about you no, and, or no, you have. No mediocre parents that are yeah. like let's say on the poorer side uh okay. yeah average to poor side yes. yeah Eesh. i would choose loving parents i think the quality of life is more important although if you're super poor then it probably goes down too but then at least you have loving parents yeah, well, i mean amy doesn't call them that's fine <laughs> 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 only when she needed them yeah she just needs emotional support she doesn't need their money <laughs> no, I make my own money. <laughs> Mom, I'm dying. My boobs hurt. <laughs> my boobs hurt. <laughs> Amy, you're 30. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then mom's like, what boobs? You got no boobs. Shut <laughs> it runs in the family. <laughs> Don't you dare. Where's my swiffer? <laughs> gonna beat your ass man (laughs) it's like i'm not saying that her family doesn't love her but it clearly me and leighton don't love her (laughs) (laughs) i'm feeling it yep definitely feeling it (laughs) oh man so yeah 100 percent loving parents no loving parents yeah that's for sure like it's because i i can i think in vancouver or in canada it's it's not impossible to live, even though people say that it, it's quite, it's expensive, but it's livable. It is, so, yeah. So I don't need to, also, I just already grew up broke. So like, I already, I think that's basically what we're already fucking living, <laughs> right? Most of us are living, <laughs> parents love you and you don't have a lot of money. That's already what you're fucking living, right? So it's choosing this life or an alternative that you don't know about. So I'm going to just choose this life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess like like I said, I got cut off when I was like 19. I started working when I was 16. And 
if you really do want to, you can make your own money. <laughs> Go yeah. work at McDonald's or Starbucks. Like you will be able to find a job. Yeah. 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 So having loving parents, at least uh, you're being cared for in that sense, like mentally, it's mm -hmm. uh, more important than money, I think. Yeah. Same here. I think it's important to have like a shelter to run back to that someone cares for you if mm -hmm. anything happens, right? In my like yeah. teenage teenage years, I would always think like, why isn't my parents Lee Gasek, like the richest man in Hong Kong, right? But now, <laughs> now your last that name's older, Ing. <laughs> <'Cause your> last <laughs> name's Ing. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, now that I'm older, I find loving parents is a better quality to have than just money. <laughs> We don't know that Lei Gassing is in loving. <laughs> don't put that on <laughs> exactly. Lei Gassing. <laughs> That's yeah, true. Yeah, but if you can only choose one or the other. But you're yeah. probably less likely to have time for your kids when you're super busy at work. But then if if Amy had rich parents, he, she'd have houses everywhere and she wouldn't have to walk an hour and a half. She'd just be home every 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> every 10 minutes yeah that's my house that's my house that's and my house go buy myself some loving parents yeah. and nobody would have yelled at you at three o'clock in the morning yeah. i know right you know, the mom would still call it's like where are you it's like i'm home it's like I'm which home. one <laughs> no your parents wouldn't care if you like you're not even living in canada she's too busy for you yeah <laughs> she won't be sitting by the staircase waiting for you to come home all right Let's, uh, you want to move on to the, the best question? Yeah. Oh, God, no. Dom's, Dom's question. Yeah. What do you have prepared for us? Yeah. This, is, this is specifically for Leighton. <laughs> specifically for Leighton. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to stay quiet. For Amy. Amy can answer to you. Amy has a, yeah. She, she has the what? <laughs> she has the what? Oh, it's don't related. worry. Yeah. You got this, yeah. Leighton. <laughs> let's, let's say that you're in a relationship with someone. You're in a relationship with someone. Uh, let's say it's long term, okay? Oh, damn. And this person's never really like you've never done anything together, you've never done any sex, anything sexual together. And you recently discover what this person's penis looks like. Right. And so, like, would you rather have this person's penis be like way too fucking big? Like we're talking like, oh, this like when he takes off his pants, his penis hits the floor and he has to like throw it over his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or, yeah, it's, or it's way too small. Like when you take it off. Just like there's the, there's no reaction in the room. Everyone, you have to squint. Yeah, everyone's like, you know, you ma magnifying glass, just like looking, trying to find it. With like your a, Asian eyes. Yeah, like I don't have <laughs> Asian eyes. My eyes are fine. <laughs> and so then like you're just, it's like a speck of dust. So way too big or way too small. So this question I'm answering for myself, right? Yes. <laughs> Which one do I want to have? You can either be are a gay the, man are you, or, are you or the a receiving woman. End? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> or you're speaking for us. <laughs> I, think, I think micro is... It's too extreme. Uh, I would rather pick way too big. <laughs> way too what? big is not too extreme. It hits the floor. What if, <laughs> what if it doesn't fit? Has, uh, <laughs> micro has like difficulties. Like when you go pee, you have to sit down. Do you? Like if it's too small. Are, are we concerned? No, wait, no. This right is your now. sex partner. This is not you. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No, I, no, that's what I'm saying. If I answer and this is for me, like my penis. Really? Micro oh, has damn. pee? You'd rather be too big. Micro no, has <laughs> I've seen, I've seen my friends or my friends. Group what? Like, <laughs> oh, your friend? Guys. Are you sure it was her yeah. friend? They like friends? to share random pictures uh, they find on the internet. There's like actual like micro micro penis that you yeah, can't yeah. even see it. Yeah. It's just, just like you a can't even it's see just, it. Like a, Are you like sure? It's like a nipple on, on the It's like a nub end. when it's oh, not erect. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah. How do you yeah. aim if you have a micro Oh yeah, does it spray? So I think be like that's more difficult. Peeing with a big dick seems hard too. Cause like I'm talking like really, really big where you have to scroll it up like it's a fire yeah. hose. But at least you don't have to find it, right? <laughs> you would know. I would know. Thanks, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta like reel it back. <laughs> so Amy, it's your oh, choice. God. Wait, no, no, no. Layton, you have to answer if this is your partner. Your partner wouldn't be a big one or a small one, not you. Your partner. If you were a woman or a gay man, would you rather that penis be way too big or way too small? Think about the technicalities. Well, if I'm a woman, it's still way too big. Micro penis, you can't even have sex. That's true. Right? I think yeah. it might be easier okay. for you to get a reduction. I think you can get a penis reduction. Yeah. I think. Can you? I think. Uh, I'm not going to Google this because I don't want to see. Can you get a penis enlargement? You can get a penis <laughs> enlargement, but if you have a micro, it's pretty hard to stretch that thing out. If anyone wants to tell know, more, us more about this. my mind. You were gonna go for a little one? I, I I wouldn't know. I was gonna go for the little one because, like, for a big one, it just doesn't fit. Like, it will not fit. Then it's pretty much useless too, right? 
But if, if it's but, micro, it's like a nipple. It's like, just as good as not having one. You can't even insert it. You can do other things. There are a lot more you can do than just using the penis. Okay. True, <laughs> but that's fine? true for both people. That? But like, yeah. it's not like the the big dick guy has no hands. We didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? But, but it's gonna be so awkward just walking around with this bulge in his pants. I mean, it's not like he can even use it. But then when he's naked, like then if he has just like a small penis, doesn't it look all really weird too? It'll just look like he has three legs if you have a giant one. Do we have to choose? Seriously, can we just yeah. move on from Even I chose. question? <laughs> Even I chose. Don't make me choose. I'll choose the micro, all right? I'll choose the micro, then three legs. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he made me a woman. He made <laughs> and then me. he made me choose a penis. And you're he complaining. <laughs> I was like, why do you need to answer this kind of question? Because you guys suggested this or that, and I gave All you right. a question to answer. You can ask anything. Next time, you can ask something else. I'm regretting ah. this right now. So you choose micro. So Amy, Amy likes micro penis. I don't like them. You made me choose. Gosh. Is that what we take away from this? Yeah, episode? that's our takeaway. Other than the fact that, like, we all know that your Chinese parents might nag or try to t- tell you what to do or beat you. But at the end of the day, you know, they care about you and love you. That's their way of showing. So please love them mm. back and give them a call. Don't be like yes. Amy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't just call them when you need them. Check on them. Just say, yeah. how are you? Yeah. Or I'm kidding. That's I'm not bad. that bad. I used to visit them every <laughs> week. Okay. <laughs> and most Pre- importantly, uh, just make sure that you love people with big penises and small penises. They exactly. You'll yeah, find yes. ways, all right? <laughs> yeah, and use a condom. Don't don't reproduce two bits. Yeah, Thank or, you. or a garbage Protect your bag. girl. Or a garbage bag. Or a tassu. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right, then. Thank God we were steering away from penises. But thank you guys again for tuning into another episode of Not So Asian Asians. Really, um, we really appreciate the love and please leave us messages on Instagram. Um, we change our handle actually, so it's a little easier to follow. It's a not so Asian Asians dot podcast. So you can check out our Instagram to stay updated and you can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Feel free to shoot us a DM to, if you have any questions or feedback or want to talk about micro penises. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Thanks again for tuning in, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Dom's waiting for your messages. <laughs> Big ones, too. I welcome them all. <laughs> all right. We'll see you guys. Yeah. Next we time. like uh, personal experiences. <laughs> no pictures. No Bye. pictures. No pictures. Bye. No, pictures. Bye. no DPs. Bye. No DPs. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>